0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beauty Needs Me. I'm Talia Griffin, and I'm here with my co-host,
1: Dunio Dumasu. Hey, and if you're new to this space, on this show, we take a different approach to beauty. You'll still get product recommendations and routines, but we like to discuss beauty from a global perspective, one that crosses color, culture, and country lines.
0: We had the pleasure of sitting down with Shirley Billow, founder of Catalyse a French Caribbean skincare brand created in 2012, but it just made its U.S. debut last fall. Both sustainability and the banana tree are at the heart of the brand. A moment that really stood out to me was when she was talking about all of the DIY recipes you could create with the banana. Like this was stuff that I, I never thought about. And so she gave us one recipe for hydration. And she gave us another recipe for blemishes. And so you all have to listen to to get those tips. I won't give it away.
1: Yeah, those those are pretty dope. Um, A moment that stuck out to me was very briefly touched on during the interview, but really expanded on after we finished after we finished recording. So during the interview, Shirley told us how she thought that her dreams were kind of crazy of being able to change Martinique. And unfortunately, what didn't make it onto the air is all of the impact that her brand has had on Martinique. She has really kind of transformed the agricultural uh, sector. She has created jobs for young people so they stop leaving the country to find better. she is championing and sponsoring women to continue in their education in STEM and find careers in STEM. I mean, she is just single-handedly. Superhero. <laughs> yeah, taking on all of the problems of Martinique and creating solutions through science, through beauty. And I just, I am in awe of what she's been able to accomplish. Remarkable. Yeah. Well, guys, if you're not subscribed to the pod, please do so. We also appreciate reviews on Apple Podcasts, all positive ones, of course. And you can keep up with us on Instagram at, at BeautyNeedsMe. Let's get into the show.
0: And I feel like sometimes I cry I feel so good to be
1: alive. Hey Shirley. Hi, Dadia. <laughs> Hi, Shirley. Hi, Denise.
0: We're so excited to be here with you today. You were telling us before we started recording,
2: you're actually in Paris right now? Yeah. And how long are you here for? So, in fact, I traveled between Martinique and Paris. So, I'm a very lucky person. (laughs) I love that. Where were you born? In fact, I was born in Djibouti in uh, East Africa. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, hold on. All right, so give us the rundown. <laughs> right. When did you
1: move out of there? When did you live
2: in Martinique? When did you compare? In fact, my father was a, a white military, French military, and he met my mother during a trip in Martinique. And uh, my mother wanted to discover the world with my uh, father. So, uh, and my father comes from a very cold region in France, close to Germany. And he, okay. treasure, he prefer hot country. <laughs> and he decided to go in Djibouti because at this moment, it was a French territory.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
2: uh, so I I born in Djibouti and I grew up a part of my childhood until I think my seven years old before to come back in Martinique. Wow.
1: I love Martinique. I was there four years ago. Yeah? I, I, yeah, I was there and I absolutely loved it. It was my first time in the Caribbean. Actually, I think my only time. I wasn't really familiar with the French Caribbean at all. And it's a beautiful it island. Yeah. It is. And I hiked Mount Pele while I was there. <laughs>
2: yeah, and I, I suppose you saw a lot of banana plantation. Yeah, So you know what? It's funny because I didn't really
1: put two and two together until I learned of your brand. And I was so intrigued. And then I started to, I was like, oh wait, it's in Martinique. And then I started to remember, but I don't even think that I realized they were legit banana plantations when I was there.
0: So Shirley, take us back. So I got this from your website and it says, having learned about Creole herbs and pharmaceutical from your mother. You created the brand to marry your desire to promote the virtues of your Creole heritage and the banana tree with your passion for plant research. So, how did it all start? So, we're growing up in Martinique, and you're like, what's happening as far as beauty on the island?
2: So, my parents, I think maybe because of their experience as a mixed couple, but also because they traveled a lot between. uh, Africa, also my father during two years worked for the French nuclear bases in Polynesia. Mm -hmm. So they learn more maybe about the damage that some human activities can have on nature and especially after the atomic bases in Polynesia. So when my parents came back in Martinique, I think they are so deeply committed to be really activist as a citizen. So my both parents were unionists. They founded also environmental association. And my mother especially was very famous in Martinique because she's a very committed person. She fights a lot for um, a lot of big problems in Martinique regarding some environmental problems. So in fact, I born in an activist family and we are completely autosufficient in our garden my parents use the water of the rain for example when we have a building imperfection they always use traditional plants that come from our garden so i think i was very aware maybe yeah. about uh, all these natural powerful plants so um, when i was 17 I came in Paris to uh, follow my my studies and uh, I worked during 10 days before to come back in Martinique. And uh, in uh, 29, in Martinique, we had a very big economic crisis due to the high level of the cost of living. And also because we have a lot of social inequities in our island. It was very, very hard. More than one month, we had a lockdown. Before the COVID, we had the lot gone. <laughs> With every, everything closed, everything. So no gasol, no supermarket open, everything was closed. And uh, it was a very difficult situation for everyone. And after this crisis, I decided to not stay passive, but to do something to change the future of my island. I know it's crazy, but uh, I had this ambition to try to do something. Yeah. At this moment, I didn't have a specific idea, but I think I, I was convinced that I had to do something. And uh, maybe once you're after, because I, I don't sleep a lot, and maybe I, I sleep four hours per night, and it is a maximum, so what? I read a, yeah. <laughs> four hours: <laughs> It's between two and four hours.
1: It depends Shirley, on the I feel like that is the number one thing people in beauty say you need it, at least 8 hours of it's sleep unacceptable it's unacceptable see that face well, this is why now i'm wondering what i should be listening to cuz you look phenomenal on these and, four I have, and i hours of sleep
2: and i have 48 years old of-
1: oh wow it's the bananas i can't wait to yeah, get into the it's bananas the banana. <laughs> it's the bananas <laughs> wait
0: and the crazy thing is i don't sense. even i don't even like bananas but now i feel like i have to transition and maybe like put it in a smoothie or something <laughs> Because this is not
2: making any sense. <laughs> so you know, I have time to read a lot, and I I love learn a lot of things, different things, and I love everything that concerns the power of plants, and especially from my. Wow. Eyes. So I read clinical studies about the composition of the lipid part of the peel of a banana. Okay. I know I have I have strange. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no 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 not at all, and in my. I don't know why, but in my head, you know, it's like a, oh, there is a, when I saw the the composition, I said, oh, this is for, this is for, for what? We use banana tree, for example, to say, so has this eczema, because we, banana tree has healing properties. So I was very curious. So I read maybe, I think at least 100 different studies on the banana, how, other countries, like for example in, in Mexico, because I also speak Spanish. So I read a lot of also uh, documents from other countries in the Caribbean, but also in South America to see what they do with the banana tree and with the agro waste. Right. And maybe one month after, my mother told me to come with her to interview the president of the banana grower. Gro- and I heard the discussion, and they talk about the difficulty to be. a uh, banana producer from Caribbean because the cost of life is very high and it is very difficult to be competitive. And we talk about the production and the agro-waste. And at the end of the discussion, he told me, but do you learn something about this discussion? I say yeah, but I don't understand why you still do the same things in centuries. I mean, produce sugarcane or banana uh, regarding the drink, for example. Mm -hmm. In fact, the value is, inside the transformation right but you need to transform to give an added value to your production and you will be able to win more money sorry if i'm not um, <laughs> perfect yeah. with my english but if you want to improve your level of life mm-hmm. you need to create added value and every year they are thrown away 20 percent of the annual production it's huge it represents in martinique uh, 40 tons of ugly banana, just ugly banana. I don't talk about the flowers, the leaves, and the other part of the banana. Because it's ugly, they're just throwing it away. Yeah. And how do, you,
1: how do you define an ugly banana?
2: In fact, ugly, I mean, it's, they are small, not perfect. So uh, the producer knows that people... Uh, are going to get it. More. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to try to eat it. And I thought uh, it's very crazy, but there is also a single banana. When they uh, prepare the banana in the, the plantation, they separate, you know, per uh, group of five or six bananas. But I don't know if, if you go in a supermarket, do you, uh, do you see single banana in supermarkets? No, they're typically Not in bunches. bunches. Yeah, yeah, only if you take them off. Yeah, exactly. So the single banana or ugly are thrown away.
0: Wow. Well, that makes sense. I mean, because don't nobody want a no shrivelly banana? You're not going to think that it's nutritious, but it probably still has the same value.
1: They throw the bananas away. They don't donate them to, I don't know, people in
2: need, people who are hungry, chimpanzees. No, because there are too many. And I think everybody in Martinique have a garden. And the first plant that we plant in our garden, it's a banana. The banana, y'all yeah, live be- life
1: over there. So because we
2: have a. <laughs> We have a very specific history with the banana tree in Martinique. Let me tell you a story. (laughs) (laughs) So in uh, 1736, uh, there was a royal law that puts mandatory the fact that every uh, slave owner has to plant 25 banana trees per slave owned, And they have to let them plant up to 50 other banana trees in a freeway. And that is why we have a this so specific story with Ow. this plant because for us, it's associated to the freedom and mm. not to the slavery period as the sugar cane. And that is why every people in Martinique has a, a banana tree in the garden because you can have a banana every day. There is no seasonality, you know. Yeah. And you can use everything. You can eat the flower. You can eat the bananas, the peel. You can use the leaves to, to cook. So every part of the banana tree is useful. Yeah, you eat the banana food. peel. Wow. You, you eat the banana peel. Yeah, what what how like what do you do? Well, for example, you can cook it with sugar. For example, and you can add in in cookies or uh, so. You, you, you cut small pieces of banana peel. You you have to cook it with um, butter and sugar. In okay. fact, it, and it will prepare like a caramel. In fact, and you can use it. To use it on your cake, your ice cream, or in your top. It's like a topping. Yeah, like a topping, exactly.
1: Wow. (laughs) Who knew (laughs) bananas were so diverse? Who knew? But Charlie, okay. So so there was always this interest in plants. There was always, you know, uh, what I'm what I'm picking up is the know-how and the desire to heal the body through plants. But how did you view beauty when you were young? Especially growing up in a mixed household. How did you view beauty and how, how are you viewed?
2: Mm, I think when you come from Martinique, beauty is very important. Okay. We are very precious because also we have a lot of sun. I think mm-hmm. people take really care about the skin. And in Martinique, well-known to have one of the most beautiful women. <laughs> <laughs> you better claim it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but you know, no, there, is a, there is a story about that. During the slavery period, two islands was very, very rich. It was Martinique and Hispaniola. Hispaniola, it's the island with Haiti and uh, Dominican Republic. Yep, yeah. So, mm-hmm. And during the slavery period, these were the two main rich islands. So yeah. when the slave owner bought slave. Uh, because they, are, they select the more heavy guy, you know, strong guy and the more beautiful woman. And that is why <laughs> traditionally in Martinique, people say there is the most beautiful people in Martinique and in but I know Love why. it. <laughs> I love it. It's a little bit pretentious. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine.
0: When you cue to cue, it's just, it just That's... is what it is. Exactly. <laughs> Did the media have any? I don't know. Play, role. yeah. Role when when you were growing up. Kind of what was the media's role?
2: Alors the media, but when I I grew up in Djibouti or even in Martinique, we didn't have TV. In fact, I discovered the TV when I arrived in Paris. Um, wow. Yeah. So I love you know, don't worry. <laughs> even when I was young, we didn't have warm water. In fact, so, so I think I grew up really with nature. And um, I play mm-hmm. my garden. I use, you know, a different part of a plant to play, uh, you know, b- because I didn't have a horse. I use the leaf of a, a coconut leaf to play uh, as an horse. So I was a very, I think, uh, innocent person when I arrived in Paris.
1: Yeah. So then how did your view of beauty start to change once you got to Paris? Because that's, I feel
2: like, you know, it's
1: been this long standing. Belief that Paris, especially when it comes to skincare, is like the mecca of beauty. It's the mecca of good skincare products. So, how did that translate?
2: Yeah, I think in Martinique we use a lot of natural product to take care about the beauty, and when I arrived in France, a woman used a lot of makeup, foundation, and it's Mm. more artificial. And it was, you know, uh, thirty years ago. So at this moment, the beauty was very conventional and very. high quality level with big brands like Lancome, Chanel and so on mm-hmm. but these brands were not oriented on the naturalness or the naturality It okay. for me it was very chemical and I think as a mixed person and I think a lot of people like uh, with the melanin are mm-hmm. very re- reactive or sensitive I think I have a lot of problems to find skin care that feeds my expectation I mean, in terms of sensitiveness, because I was very reactive. So I use really simple products like moisturizer, very natural, very, very, very safe. So, in fact, during this period, I didn't find really beauty care that fit my expectation. But in France, women take a lot of care, take care about their beauty. And especially because this is a majority uh, Caucasian population and mm-hmm. they suffer about uh, the wrinkles and with the pollution yeah. and, and with, uh, you know, the life in a very speed city, they mm-hmm. are most ex- make, make be, uh, exposed to the oxidative uh, stress. So they really want to prevent and to repair the skin damage. But yeah. when you are in Martinique, it's more fight the sun, take care about the dark spot and also acne and so on. It's not completely the same uh, expectation or the same Mm. needs. So for me at this moment, it was really another way to take care about the beauty, more industrial and conventional, and instead of Martinique, because of where we are most oriented naturalness and use the traditional plants, in fact.
0: And you started the brand in 2012. At what point did you get into the Parisian market? Were they receptive to your brand? No, no, no.
2: <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a direct, direct no. No, not at the beginning because I'm coming from a, a French West Indies and I'm working on banana. And I think maybe France at this moment, maybe it has a, a stereotype image of the French West Indies. And also the beauty was less inclusive compared to now and for them, yeah. my product was for Black person. people. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, some retailers told me that they don't want this type of consumer in this, their uh, store. I am not surprised. Yeah. So no. And that is why I decided to leave very earlier and to go in Asia. So I launched a brand in Japan and in Korea and in Australia very soon, in fact.
1: Wow, those were the first countries you launched
2: in. Yeah, but because we have the same traditional medicine, bananas, it's common to all the South countries. And this is a super fruit in so many different cultures. Maybe yeah. except in Europe, in, in Europe, they only know the yellow fruit. They don't know the other properties of the banana tree. And mm. you, have, you have also to know that the traditional medicine of French overseas has officially accepted in France and in Europe, only since the 29, it was forbidden before. I just
0: have a really quick question about Asia, because I would also think that you would get pushed back because it's not K-beauty, but they were more receptive.
2: Yeah, because I think we have the same expectation from uh, the beauty as they want to have innovation. They really believe in the traditional medicine plus innovation. And inside cannabis we use the traditional medicine but we use also the principle of green chemistry to create new innovative ingredients. So at the same time we are we are traditional but we also are innovative and they, they love to herb, to discover new products also. And when you go in Asia, they don't have a lot of wrinkles also, like us. They need to have ingredients that give them a refined skin, so without imperfection, and also mm-hmm. to have a even, toner, c'est ça? even skin even, tone. Yeah. Even skin tone, thank you. So to have plump as us in the Caribbean, in fact. Yeah, so oh, we can We can talk the same language. Yeah. And for example, when I went in Japan, there was a little bit at the beginning of um, not comfortable to tell me that they are looking for creams that have a kind of brightening effect. The same in Korea and the same in China because the culture... Are built, you know, like a pyramid with a white or the the fair person at the top, and the dark one at the bottom. So they wanted skin-lightening products. That's what
1: I was just gonna say.
2: This <laughs> is the same in the Caribbean.
1: Yeah,
2: our culture is built on the uh, you know pyramid of color tone skin tone.
1: So they wanted lightning more so than brightening.
2: Lightning, mm. Yeah. La- yeah. To, to unify or maybe it depends on the country. Some country want really to have a deep effect. because yeah. Clearly if you are white, it's better to find a husband, for example, and for different type of purpose. But yeah. even, it was easier to speak the same language. And I, I clearly understood their expectation. So It was easier for me to distribute the brand because in all our products, we take care about hydration, the skin tone, and the plump and uh, all the imperfection of skin, plus also the wrinkles. And maybe that is why it was easier for me to open an Asian market. Yeah. So let's talk
1: about the bananas. My understanding is that the major bioactive compound, phenolics... Is that it? It has antioxidant health benefits. Is that why the banana is the, the key ingredient in your products? Or are there other aspects about bananas that make it good for effective skincare? So
2: during 10 years, we had several research programs. For now, we have three thesis in biochemistry to analyze the component of the banana tree plus the benefit for skin and for nutrition. So what uh, it is so particular with the banana tree, and uh, for catalysts, we focus on the lipid. It's we don't have a lot of lipid in a banana fruit pulp and six percent on the peel, but this oil, this lipid, uh, is very concentrated in phytosterol. So I don't know if you know the difference between polyphenol and phytosterol. And sorry for my pronunciation. Polyphenol is more antioxidant, uh, like a shield, but phytosterol it's to the DHEA, and it's more repairing, soothing. And that is mm. very particular to the banana tree because you will, you can find in this lipid part some molecules that you cannot find in another plant. Or it is very rare, like one you can find also in the centella asiatica. So 60% of the lipid part is insaponifiable. So, and that is why mm. we use in the traditional medicine to uh, fight so as this acnea eczema or to repair when we are scar it's a lot to re- to uh, have a healing properties so that is why i decided because i love oil to focus on the lipid part of the banana tree and we developed three different ingredients for now one it's from the green banana so we developed an ingredient so mm. this is a, a, an oily extract and we use microwaves ultrasounds to um, have a, a better extraction of uh, the molecules. And so the green banana ingredients, it's uh, composed at uh, 95% omega 6 and 9, plus you have a concentration of polyphenol and phytosterol. And this ingredient, the antioxidant power is uh, 10 times more powerful compared to argan oil, to give you an example. Oh. And yeah, and this ingredient <laughs> it's better for uh, young skin. Because our young skin for me it's between 20, for example, and 30, 45 years old. It's a really to refine your skin and to have a kind of detox action. The yellow bioactive, banana bioactive, this one we only, well, for the green, we work on the pulp and the peel. But okay. for the yellow, we extract the millipede from the peel of the bananas. And this ingredient is very, it's more for mature skin. It is funny because when the banana is green and when the banana is yellow, it's not the same composition. When it is green, you, you, you can wow. cook it like a potato because it's rich in starch. And when it is yellow, it's, really, it's rich in sugar. So the, as you can see, the composition is different and mm. it fits honey when we are more old, in fact. So the yellow banana ingredients, it's 95% of omega-3 and 6. So it's perfect for mature skin. Oh, wow! great. <laughs> 95%. Oh wow. And the antioxidant power, because we are more phytosterol, it's uh, 21 more powerful compared to argon oil. So it's twice the green banana.
1: Wow. So the um, radiance precious oil, right? So that has the yellow banana bioactive. What's the percentage of that ingredient In the formulation.
2: Don't give my secret. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) But you you have to know something. It's very strange in research. If you use the pure ingredients, I did the test for the depigmentation effect. When you use 100% of the ingredients, you don't have the same result when you use, for example, 5%. In fact, because there is a kind of harmony when you create a, a formula if you put too much or too many ingredients mm-hmm. that didn't work, you have to find the, the best, yeah. the balance, the, the best balance. percentage. So when we, and that, that is why to have a clinical studies, it's perfect because we are able to analyze at which moment we have the best result on the skin. So the radiance All it's a blend of uh, macadamia, gra- pomegranate, yellow banana, and roku uh, that allows okay. to have a, um, a better uh, global action on skin. So the last ingredients, and also i am come back on yellow banana, we also analyze on different genes and we promote the synthesis of collagen up to 136%. At the concentration we have in the product, we stimulate also the the, um, production of elastin, more than 30%, and the cloto, the young protein. So we have a lot of different uh, genes uh, evaluation but we don't uh, communicate uh, on everything because it's too technical for the consumer. So we focus on anti- the antioxidant part and the uh, collagen. There are new ingredients in the pink bag. They are more rare. There is one producer in Martinique. And this ingredient, the antioxidant power. Now remember, like green banana, it was 10. Yellow, it was 21 mm-hmm. more powerful compared to argan oil. But the pink banana is 4,500 times more active compared to argon oil. So what products have that ingredient? For now, there is only one because it will be part of the new launch. You will see, I think in September, October, you will find our pink banana oil for glow, dark spots. And uh, it will be a blend of very, very powerful oil to really focus on dark spots. So based on skin
0: concern, which oil would you use between the Radiance Precious Oil and the Nutritive Precious Oil based on skin concern?
2: So Nutritive, it's very, very dry. So for me, it's perfect for, if you have a normal, regular to uh, oily skin, and it is perfect for young skin. You, my son has 15 and he use it every day to uh, prevent the acne. So it's okay. perfect when you have imperfection on your skin. When you your skin is more dry, more mature, like mine, for example, I need to have a dry oil, but more comfortable. And the blend of the two are different. One, for me, it's more a refining oil, and it's more for uh, young skin or oily to regular. And the other one, it's to have a more repairing action. Uh, if you have some dark spot, if you have uh, some imperfection, like, for example, uh, you start to have wrinkles, and if you have a very dry skin, the yellow one, it's perfect. So young, mature or dry or oily. Got it.
1: There's something for everybody.
2: Yeah. So, and the, the brand is still, it's manufactured in Martinique? The ingredients are coming from Martinique and Guadeloupe because I use both banana origin. And the, the final product are produced in France because we didn't have plan for that in Martinique. Okay. And for me, there is no sense in okay. terms of uh, carbon print to give a lot of packaging in Martinique because my main market is not in Martinique. So for me, the best way to be more impactful for the environment is only focus on ingredients in Martinique and on the final product in France.
1: Okay, so it's the first eco-conscious, high-performance skincare brand. How do you align with clean beauty? Do you
2: consider your brand to
1: be a clean beauty
2: brand? So for me, be clean. It's like mandatory or the minimum we can provide to our consumer. So I think the clean beauty. We don't yes. have the same idea. The clean beauty in France and maybe in the US. Okay. In France, we have more than one thousand products uh, ingredients that are forbidden. So and especially when you are yeah. when you have an organic brand. And instead of you, you have, I think, maybe 100 ingredients that are forbidden. So maybe the US consumers are very concerned about clean beauty because uh, your rules are maybe less strong compared to us. So the consumers are really focused on Mm -hmm. clean beauty in the US. For us, it's more simple because I think globally, the French products are very clean. After you have two uh, ways, you prefer to have a clean but conventional brand with uh, ingredients from the petrochemy or you prefer to have a natural brand with only natural ingredients. And that is the case for Cadalys because our mm. products are natural, organic, and vegan. So for me, be, be cleaner okay. or be green for me is not enough. For me, it's just a minimum that Got we it. can do now if we are aware about the impact we have on the nature. So for me, it's the minimum we can do for us and for the consumer. For me, what it is more important, it's to be safe. So I mean, it's to be scientifically proven and also to be ethical and sustainable. So as far as the sustainability, have you
0: faced any challenges keeping up the standards? I know like 100% of the cases are printed from paper and cardboard. Was that something that was kind of difficult to figure out from a sustainability point of view?
2: For me, the sustainability starts from the ingredients and finish in your bathroom with the product. So it is very difficult to be uh, perfect at the different level. But I think in the cosmetic universe, maybe Canalis, it's one of the rare brands to be so strong f- from the beginning until the end of the product. So, we use a circular economy, so we use agro waste for the banana for the banana plantation. We upcycling them into ingredients that are mm. organic, clean, safe and proven. We also have a very specific economic model, because um, I really believe that we can do business that can be more inclusive, and that is why 100 percent of the banana growers are part of my company. Because for me sharing it's important, and it is also a way to put at the same level the white, the black, the rich, and the poor banana producer. So everyone are at the same level in my company. Everyone wins. Yeah, and also we launch research program that cost a lot. Even I am a small company, mm. but I'm very lucky because I'm supported by Europe and by Martinique to uh, for mm. this part of research. So I decided to focus on young woman from French West Indies and to invest on their career. So for now, we have three doctors in biochemistry in my company. So from the, from the West Indies. And also we develop green, clean formula that are also effective. And we try to select clean packaging because we are organic. It's mandatory to have recyclable packaging. It is mandatory. Mm-hmm. We try to have, as it is possible, glass packaging because it's better also for the nature right. and everything that we put outside for the, the carton, even the, the goodies, for example, the push. So the carton comes from um, certified paper from uh, forests that are managed in a sustainable way. Even the cotton comes from uh, the label Ecotex. So we try to, uh, to be as it is possible it's a 360 clean.
0: experience.
2: Yeah. But it, mm-hmm. And now you want, I really, well, you know, I want to also use the banana textile instead of the cotton to be really banana oriented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and I think that is why a catalyst won in the US, the Blue Beauty Award, because maybe we have this global vision of uh, what can be a blue beauty, a clean beauty, a sustainable beauty, in fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: So speaking of the U.S., you just launched in Mm -hmm. the U.S. Was it in October of last year?
2: Yeah, we launched in October. So we started by uh, our website and uh, to uh, have PR contact to spread the banana smile in the U.S. (laughs) (laughs) So I was very surprised to win this yearly prize because uh, I'm I'm a small brand coming from Martinique. So it's amazing. So... Yeah, I think
1: time though, because there's been, you know, there's been such a push in the US and the beauty industry for more natural ingredients and, and, you know, clean beauty has really taken off and people are expecting more, right? People are, consumers here are expecting more transparency. They want to know what the ingredients are. They, they want to support brands that are sustainable, you know, back in 2012, I don't yeah. think that that yeah. was the case, yeah. right? But now it's, it's, I think that the market is ready for it. So you felt that you felt a, a great reception so far here.
2: Yeah, I think uh, there is really a rise of uh, meaningful uh, activist bread because consumers yeah. are more and more yes. committed. And especially I think with uh, the COVID, with what's happened in your country, I think people maybe understood that the power is uh, in their hands.
1: With the Consu-
2: people, yeah, consum- <laughs> yeah, you know, to be uh, to be activist is to consume a product from ethical companies. It's really for, yeah. uh, for me. So it's a strong power that everyone can have in the in the. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You couldn't predict the pandemic, though. So why hold off in getting into the U.S. market? Like, why didn't you try to penetrate the market like three years ago?
2: But you know what? I come from a small island and every year we have hurricanes. So we, na- we need to continue to live, in fact. So I'm very resilient. You have to continue to live. You can stop your activity because there is something that you can control. So I think we are very lucky because now there is a social network so people can discover a new brand. Uh, they don't need to, uh, to go in, in a store. They can discover a, a brand online and maybe now they have time to read new things maybe mm. because the, the life is not uh, you know so uh, speed as before
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so maybe for me it's a good way also to uh, to give them also maybe a positive uh, approach of the life because uh, i think now the, it is so sad i think what's happened in the world and we are maybe so stressed about the future, I think it's important to have a, another experience and to discover brands that maybe has another way, another discourse, another story, and yeah. maybe more positive, more, more clean, more, more benevolent. I don't know. So for me, it was important to don't stop my vision mm. and, <laughs> and to Personnear. continue... Yeah. yeah 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 and to pursue to to um to spread <laughs> my,
1: my side you said that you you thought it was crazy when you said you wanted to change the um i guess was it the image of martinique or change yeah. what it's mm-hmm. what it's known for but you're doing it mm-hmm. they say if your dreams aren't big enough or if they don't scare you they're not big enough
2: but you know it, this is so important now because we don't have tourism, so we live only from banana yeah. tourism. So if we wow. stop to develop our activity, we are dead. You know, so we can't stop and wait the COVID leave the, the world. So we have to be agile and mm-hmm. maybe do other things. So during this period, we we continue to uh, our research program. So for example, for now we are also working on food supplements, and also uh, metabolic syndrome, so more on the health from uh, banana ingredients. So we it it was, I think, a period to continue to read, to develop new innovation. And we also are working to develop a plant in Martinique to create ingredients and to become supplier of raw materials and to sell banana ingredients. amazing. Yeah, so for me, it was a a very... um, Funny period because I have more time to read and to uh, to develop new, I- new ideas.
1: More plans. You know, yeah. I'm see- I feel like I'm seeing that more and more where brands are, you know, they're not stopping at just formulating skincare. They're going and doing the supplements as well. So it's like they're, they're looking for this well-rounded approach to beauty and wellness.
2: Yeah, I think the in and out is very important Because when you want to take care about your beauty, it's not only the external part of your body, Mm -hmm. you have also to take care of inside. And typically for hydration, if you are dehydrated and thirsty skin, if you don't drink water every day, Mm-hmm. Uh, your your skin will be not uh, will be not very beautiful. So you need to to drink and you need to put cream. So it's an in and out. Uh, action. So you need, and you, you need both. You need both. You so. need both. Drink water and apply cream. Yeah, it's yeah. a marriage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: So, for example, for our current ingredients, now we have the um, alimentary certificate. So we are able to put our ingredients in a uh, food supplement. So we are very uh, happy about that. And that's Um, coming this year, supplements? I I hope before the end of this year.
1: Okay, we'll be looking at it. Is that going to launch globally or will you do it in some markets first?
2: Uh, I think I will will be globally. So you will find in the US. I think quite at the same time compared to France. Okay.
0: Because I know you give us stuff years later. So we need to be on the lookout. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, do you want to get into some segments? Um, I do, do I, I mean, I do have one question. It's really, it's really yeah, just about DIY because you mentioned all of these benefits of the banana. Do you do any like DIY? Is, is that translatable? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: DIY? Do, it <laughs> do it yourself. Do it yes, <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. DIY, like any, I don't know, any mask, like face mask, hair mask, Anything? Of course,
2: of course. When the banana is very ripe, you can use the pulp because the pot it's very rich in mucilage. It's these molecules that are very close to um, hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic the, acid, okay. Yeah, but the UV, uh weight, so the, the big cells. So you can use it to plump your skin and uh, to uh, hydrate your skin. So if you want to have a, an hydration mask, for example, you can use the pulp. And it is very rich also in minerals like for example, potassium, Mm -hmm. that allows to regulate the exchange between the water of the cells. So it's perfect to remineralize your skin. So my DIY tips, it's to, for example, to mix a half of the ripe banana plus uh, one spoon, spoon, but a big Uh, spoon, mm -hmm. not for for the coffee, but for a soup. Tablespoon? Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. You you use it to mash your banana, and you can add it. Depends if you are vegan, you can use another ingredient to have a a softness. Because I love to use yogurt or maybe or or honey. It depends on what you prefer, and it it will to have a soothing mask. If you want to have a more repairing mask, you can use a peel, and in this case, not when the banana is too ripe. When it is just yellow, because the the peel is more heavy, you take your spoon and you remove the white part of the internal part of the peel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Am I clear? Yeah.
1: Yep. Yes, I know exactly okay. what you're yeah.
2: talking about. <laughs> yeah. And this part of the banana peel will allow you to... Um, Remove your acne, for example. This is very uh, good also for uh, wrinkles if you have wrinkles. So if you want to have a more repairing mask or acne mask, you can just also put directly this part of the peel on uh, your acne, for example. Mm. Okay, so I was writing this down. So hold on, <laughs> the first mask, the first mask is
1: for more moisture and hydration. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so when the when the banana is very ripe, you take the inside, the pulp. And then you just mash it, add yogurt or honey, and put that on your face. How long do you let it sit?
2: With with an oil, you have to use a a tablespoon of uh, oil. Oh, a tablespoon of oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need to have an oil to nourish your skin. And it will allow, you know, to um, link the formula. Can it be water? No, not water. It will be too liquid. It will be too liquid. You need to have uh, an oil. It's really better to have an oil. Got it. Any oil? Coconut oil, avocado. I recommend dry oil because it's better for skin, I think. Coconuts, maybe it's too heavy. I will use maybe a a grapeseed oil or jojoba oil or macadamia oil because Mm, it's more light and it will will be absorbed more deeply in skin because, you know, there is two types of oil. The heavy, the light, the heavy, it's not penetrates so deeply in skin. So I will use more dry and light oil for that. And jojoba, jojoba mimics the oil
1: that your skin naturally makes, mm. yeah.
2: Yeah, jojoba is perfect. Macadamia also, okay. it's, it's a good oil. And the other recipe, it's for if you have imperfection, so okay. acne or if you have sign of aging, for example. So you use the, the internal part of the banana peel, but not a too uh, ripe banana peel. You know, okay. before, before you have the, the brown pimple of the skin.
0: Okay. And yeah, so it's before. just yellow. yellow. Yeah.
2: Okay. yeah. Yeah. Because the white part, it's more uh, consequence. There is more white part. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you remove everything with a, a tablespoon and you mash. And it is better, for example, if you use ingredients that also allow to repair your skin. So you can use avocado oil, for example, because it's okay. like phytosterol. This oil has soothing properties. You can also use uh, honey if you are not vegan because honey is perfect to also repair your skin. Or you can just put this uh, part of the peel of banana. If you have acne, you just put on your acne and you leave during the night to dry your pimples.
0: Look at that. Look. Oh. Look, I just blown bought some bananas for my twitchy eye. So
1: now I'm going to make a <laughs> face mask. <laughs> Charlie, what, what's your beauty regimen? Like what do you do in the morning? What do you do, you know, once a week? Like what how do you maintain your personal beauty and wellness?
2: Um,
0: Especially with I four think, hours of sleep, because you look yeah. really good.
2: <laughs> but, you know, and maybe it's because I have the banana attitude. I'm very positive. So I think it's very important. <laughs> <laughs> the banana attitude. <laughs> yeah, banana attitude. <laughs> When I wake up, I put some music. I love to uh, listen to music and to dance, you know, with my rock. Ma- <laughs> What's your favorite
1: type of music?
2: Oh, I love so many different music. Raggedon, uh, uh R&B, uh, a lot of different uh, songs. Drill, okay. my, my son loves drill, so now I listen to drill. <laughs> it's, what is uh, it? Dr-
1: drill. Oh, drill, Drive, yeah. Drill, like rack drill? Yeah.
2: Like, like like Chicago, like, like yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. like Chicago drill yeah. music. I know yeah. exactly but what that is. I'm and no, I'm a Caribbean girl, so you know. I love it. <laughs> oh, child. And I and I dance every morning, every night, even in the subway, I do some music and I, I'm dancing, but I'm a Caribbean, so we well, love our dance.
1: audience Shirley is dancing in her seat right now. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> cutting a rug.
1: <laughs> I love it.
2: When I wake up. I go to take a shower and I wash my face and I put an oil and then my day cream. So I and when I wash my face, I don't wait one minute to put my oil because I don't want my skin to suffer. So mm. I leave the shower, I dry my face and I put directly the oil and after my day cream. For me, my secret really for me, it's to use oil. And I, mm. I'm not afraid to use oil, but I use dry oil. Because for me, this is really the best, um, my best friend to take care about my skin. When you have a very balanced skin, if you have the the right quantity of water and oil, your skin looks gorgeous. And for me, this is the first step is to really have a perfect skin without dark spots, without acne, with a very beautiful radiance. So this is a minimum for me. And as I said, it's positive attitude. So I start first, very like breakfast because I eat every morning cheese. Cheese. <laughs> Shirley, you are breaking
1: all Daring, the things dairy. all the beauty girls have ever told us. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Your, like dairy breeds
2: acne. It's just every morning. This is a. But
1: you know what? You also, is, you're half, you said your to cares. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> So I eat it, cheese and a lot of fruits in the morning because I love fruits and especially tropical fruits. And uh, and the night I really take care about my skin also. So I remove my makeup. So I don't use a lot of foundation. So I, I have only a light makeup. So I wash my face also and I use mask. I love mask. So I use a peeling because there is fruit acid inside and fruit acid I think for us it's perfect because mm. it's low. To decrease the appearance of you know the, if you don't have a, a perfect tone i think yeah. for me it, it gives us more light you remove your dead cell so you prepare your skin to uh, better absorb the night cream that i will use just after so i use mm-hmm. the peeling once a week and the purifying mask with the clay once a week also and even my son he has 15 he uses peeling and a mask twice a week also. And I use also an oil plus my night cream. So really, I take care about my skin because for me, this is the first thing you will see on me. So I want to be yeah. beautiful. I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Do you work I out at all? DIY tips. Sorry? Do you work out?
2: Uh, yes. Exercise. You do? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love work a lot. So I spend maybe one hour per, uh, per day to work and during the weekend I can work during four hours. I love to see the nature to, you know, absorb the positive energy and mm-hmm. to have a better you know, image in my head because I'm a creative person and I need to have inspiration every day.
1: Yeah. I love,
0: I love it. that. I know, right? I love it. I'm taking You're giving me today. all the
1: vibes. I know. I love how youthful your energy and your spirit is. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Talia, which segment yes, do you want to move into? Let's start with add to cart. So okay. add to cart
0: is where we just choose a beauty product or, you know, something from fashion that we feel like should be added to our listeners cart. I can kick it off. So this week, my add to cart is the Kinship Instaswipe AHA pads. So my skin over the past two weeks, since I relocated from the West Coast back to Chicago, has been doing all types of crazy things. My tone has been off. I've been breaking out. And every night I've been using these Kinship Instaswipe AHA pads, and it's helped tremendously. So it's their lemon pad and lemon is a natural antioxidant that helps with blemishes and skin tone. It has the the AHA is glycolic acid. It has malic acid, manuka honey, and I use their papaya face wash. And then I use the Insta Swipe and then I use a moisturizer. And mm. every morning I find that my skin was better than it was today. Nice. before. So shout
1: out to them. They've been working. Nice, nice. So my Add to Cart is actually from LYS Beauty, which is a brand we featured on our podcast recently. Actually, just this past Thursday, we had the founder, Tisha Thompson, on. So LYS Beauty is a clean makeup brand. It's the first clean makeup brand in Sephora. I have been using the Serum Foundation which I think is amazing. I'm not a big makeup wearer and I I really don't like putting foundation on my face. I will if I have to, but I, I just prefer not doing it. I was in Miami for about five days. It was supposed to be three and then we extended our stay. I was there for about five days. And I, multiple days out of the trip, I was putting on the serum foundation. It is incredibly lightweight. It melts right into my skin. It blended perfectly with my complexion. It was like just the right amount of coverage. It was not heavy at all. It was pretty minimal, Um, like really lightweight, but just gave a very like clean, even. canvas. I was really, really impressed because I'm not big on foundations at all. Foundation serum has been something that I feel like has been, people have been talking about it a lot lately. And so I've, you know, really wanted to try it. And Tisha was, she was gracious enough to send us some and I I love it. I was not expecting to because I really, I take makeup with me on trips often and never, ever use it. And this was the first time that I actually, I actually used it. Do you have it on now? No, I don't. But the fact that you asked me makes (laughs) me feel very good. Thank you. I actually, listen, this is one of those days I have not washed my face yet. Okay. This is, (laughs) it's been a little bit of a struggle this morning, but I'm here.
0: (laughs) Look, that's why I text you like, I'm going to be five minutes late. Let me brush my teeth.
1: Shirley, Talia and I consider ourselves lazy beauty girls. Yes, yeah, so definitely LYS Beauty Foundation Serum is an add-to-cart item for me this
2: week. In, in this moment, because we are, the seasons are changing, we come from uh, the winter to the spring. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I use the uh, toner to prepare my skin to change the season. So I use a uh, clean toner. Yeah, I think I note that when we, the season change, my skin suffers a little bit of the temperature you know, modification. So, and because we are just finished the winter with, you know, because we use a lot of warm hair inside the apartment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's a dry hair here. And, and also because I travel a lot. Even with the COVID, I travel between Martinique and uh, Paris. So the weather mm-hmm. is not the same. So I use the, the lotion because there is frotacid inside. And as you say, Telia, there is also lemon water inside. That oh. also, I have an action on dark um, dark spot and to have a radiant skin. So it allows me to uh, prepare my skin to the change of the temperature and the weather. And also my tips, it's to also select clothes with a lot of color. So today I, I have a yellow, <laughs> yellow shirt. Yes, yes, love yeah. it. Yeah, (laughs) and I use everyday color to be positive, and even my masks are yellow. I love it. I love it. Now, now wait, what's the name of the toner?
1: I was just about to ask. It's
2: uh, Mousa Clean. Uh, It's uh, the Clarifying Toner. Clarifying Toner. And it's from your your brand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. I use... Every product of my my brand. So has, we
1: don't expect anything <laughs> other than that. I would have been shocked
2: if you said <laughs> any other brand. <laughs> yeah, I just I just need to create, you know, hair care mm. because uh, yeah, this is our next target also because I really need to use my my products.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: the banana tree could the well not the whole tree, but the banana. Yeah, you know, it could have moisturizing benefits for hair as well. If yeah, you figure if out they, how to formulate it.
2: Yeah, I think it will be perfect. There is also clinical studies about when you lose your hair, there is an active ingredient inside the peel of banana that allows you to uh, decrease the loss of your hair. So, oh, wow, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that uh, maybe five years ago. You know, the banana like, is can my... Can we rub bananas on the edges? But Look. the banana is the, is the future of the humanity,
0: you know? I see! <laughs> I'm like, the banana has always been my least favorite fruit. And now I feel like it's about to take first place. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I might not eat it because I don't like the taste of it. But I can definitely figure out how to incorporate it into my skincare now, thanks to you. You don't like the
2: taste, but you eat banana Cook. Uh just as a fruit. I don't eat banana, Love banana. nothing. Nothing. I Did don't. you already test a green banana? Cook like a potatoes? Mm-mm. I mean, you have to remember
0: I live in a city, right? So the selection of colors of bananas is limited. I feel like oh. I only see yellow bananas.
2: Oh no, so you have to come in Martinique. <laughs> <laughs> Take all the bananas back with you. Yeah. I think in Martinique, we eat banana, really, I think in 80% they are cooked. We don't eat a lot of the fruit.
0: Okay.
2: So maybe that would
0: change it because I don't like it just like like a regular banana. Like
2: I probably would have to cook it. And to be honest with you, the variety that you have in your store, we don't eat this variety because for us, it's not the best. We prefer to eat the pink banana or the small one. Because the taste, it's, I think for us, it's a little bit different and better. So this one that you eat when it is yellow, we eat it when it is green, but we cook it like a potatoes. And the glycema in this, it's very, very low. So it's perfect if you have a, a diabetes, for example, or if you want to lose weight. It's mm. better to eat a green banana compared, compared to eat a potato. Okay. So I just need to
0: figure out how to make really? it more delightful. Because, yeah, I've never eaten bananas, but I probably would be into it if it was like a good quality banana with like in a recipe or something. Yeah, we'll talk about it. (laughs) And if you don't, if you
2: don't, if you don't love the taste of banana in our ingredients, there is no banana flavor because naturally there is no essential oil in a banana tree. So Mm. when we dry the banana to extract the oil, there is no taste or no fragrance except maybe vanilla or a kind of gray uh, f- fragrance for the green bananas. So we in our differ- different formulation, we use natural fragrances that we develop in the south of France, in Grasse. Oh. So we have four different fragrances in our product. A typical banana taste, but not from banana, but it is natural. This is a natural aroma. And you will find it in the lip balm with the packaging with small banana. But... In the other product we have a citrus fragrances or a tropical flower with ylang-ylang, jasmine, cherry and the other one it's more pink pink, fruity uh, fra- um, yeah. fragrances. So we try to travel inside the catalyst but we don't have this banana smell except yeah. some product. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talia are you ready for beauty news?
0: I am so surely beauty news is where one of us takes an article a beauty article obviously but the other one has no idea what it is so all of our reactions are genuine so this one I don't know if you've been paying attention to what has been going on um, in America as far as the Asian community and hate crimes and I was reading this article this comes from where am I, this comes from L, and the title is racism against the AAPI community is a beauty industry problem. And I know that your products are so universal. And I thought that this was interesting because as I was reading, I realized that if you took away the faces, the, the Asian people who were giving these quotes, the quotes sound just like quotes that I've heard from black people. And I think that we often, because of the model, minority myth that has been perpetuated in America, we often don't think that we're faced with the same challenges, especially within the beauty community. The Asian community has been a leader in beauty in America for a very long time. And so we often don't think that our experiences are the same. So from the article, it says the beauty industry has taken every opportunity to capitalize on Asian beauty practices One, browse through today's market and you'll find sheet masks and essences, innovations from South Korea, or jade rollers, ancient beauty tool exports from China, or rice water from Japan. Not only are the practices and ingredients pilfered, but the Asian beauty service economy is built on the backs of Asian labor, with many, primarily women, the majority of Vietnamese descent, working long hours for little pay in salons and spas. And then when you scroll down, there are quotes and like some of these quotes were so interesting. One specifically is from a man named Daniel Martin. Oh, here it is. Daniel Martin, celebrity makeup artist and global director of artistry and education at TACHA. He says, I have a unique perspective because my father is French English and my mother is Vietnamese, but I look full Asian and have a white sounding name. I remember I was on an editorial shoot, we were in London and the team was from Italy. So I'm setting up and then my assistant comes and the hairdresser comes. I want to say, me and my assistant were the only Americans on set, but everyone was waiting around and then they were huddling together. And I'm like, what's going on? Because at this point, everyone is here. So there's 40 minutes in and I go up to the producer and I'm like, hi, what's happening? And they're like, we're trying to get a hold of the makeup artist agent, he's not here. And he's like, you know, And I was like, Daniel Martin. And he was like, yes. And he's like, I'm Daniel. And he's like, oh, but you're Asian. And we were just like, did that really fucking happen? And there was no apology. It was just like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, that literally sounds like something that I've heard plenty of Black people say that if you, you know, if your name was, I don't know, Ann Walker, right? And when you show up Black, they're expecting someone white and they may have only hired him because of that and to blatantly say like, oh, but you're Asian. Like, what the hell does him being Asian have to do with being the makeup artist? So the conversation, the brief conversation, because I know we're almost out of time, that I just want to really have about this is kind of how as a beauty community, we can show up more for the AAPI community because we often don't think that they have the same struggles as Black and Brown people within the community because of how vastly their products are distributed. One pillar of our brand, one thing that even got Beauty Needs Me started is that I saw on Ulta's website, a K-beauty section. And I was like, where's the Black beauty section, right? You often think that K-beauty and, you know, Asian Americans are tout it and you aren't thinking that they're having the similar, very similar struggles to black people within the
2: industry. I'm very concerned by what happened for the Asian community because I have Asian blood also. I have Chinese, African and Indian and white blood. So for mm. me uh, in Martinique, we have so many mixed population. So I'm hurt. What happened? And my COO is Vietnamese also, so we are very concerned about what happened. And it is true. I think it's very difficult, in fact, for the non-Caucasian person, in fact, in the world, because we suffer of discrimination, and we need to continue to fight. And for me, to develop amazing projects and to show to everyone that we are able to do so many beautiful things. If we talk about the beauty, I'm agree. In Europe. Asian beauty, is very popular. And especially in France, they love to discover new uh, innovation from uh, Korea or from Japan because for France, the Asian and especially uh, Korean and Japan beauty are maybe more innovative now compared to France. So they love to discover new rituals because in Asia, they use a lot of different products to take care about their skin. More compared to France, in fact. But for me in Catalyst, because I'm a mixed person, we develop, in fact, ritual like for the Asian person because we, we have the similar uh, needs for the tone, for the imperfection. So in the Catalyst, we have the Asian rituals because we have the mask, the toner, and the different products that allow you to use this, this several step of beauty. Mm-hmm. Even now, the trend in Asia is to use less of less a number of products, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and in Europe they are not focusing on black beauty, mm-hmm. except maybe for makeup because the pigments that uh, uh, maybe the black brand use are more beautiful compared maybe to the conventional makeup brand. But I'm totally agree. I think it will be it will take a lot of time to have a black beauty uh, category. In mm. some uh, e-commerce website, I think k beauty is more hype, <laughs> I think, yeah. compared yeah. to black beauty section. And it is, it is a pity because I think our product is also perfect. Every product are perfect, in fact. But uh, I think the black-owned company uh, and the black beauty uh, company, we are also are focusing on needs that are very, I think, relevant for the Caucasian. And I talk mm-hmm. about the tones, I talk about hydration. I think our products are very uh, interesting. And I think the target is to have a, a section to discover maybe new ingredients or maybe mm-hmm. new brands that uh, merit to be highlighted in a traditional uh, website. So, because I'm skinny yeah. skin, yeah. Yeah, skinny skin, is skin, yeah.
1: I I have struggled with, you know, how does the beauty community support? Because when, you know, when things were happening in the U.S. with the Black Lives Matter campaign last summer, we saw the rise in support of Black-owned businesses. Now, I could be wrong. I don't know that the Asian community suffers the same type of economic hardship, especially when it comes to supporting brands. I find that K-beauty brands are touted globally, right? Like everybody uses K-beauty brands, whereas, you know, we've heard a lot of Black beauty founders say that they're having a hard time getting non-Black people to understand that, their brands are made for them as well, right? That white people can use their brands, Asian people can use their brands. So I don't, I don't know if it's the same type of support in that sense, right? In that kind of like economic sense. I do think that there is something to be said about starting as individuals and checking biases and checking racism when you hear them as a one-off You know what I mean? Like when and that's something that I've had to really look inward within myself as well and say, like, okay, well, what conversations am I a part of that I maybe need to leave my bias at the door so that I can be more open-minded about the plight of other races? I think that you know, with the beauty community, it's really difficult. And I'm I've been struggling with this all week and I've been Like trying to educate myself and having discussions because ultimately this is a white supremacy issue. And I don't really know what Black people can do to, you know, if we're talking about it in a beauty sense, to support Asians. And I don't say that because I don't think they don't deserve or require support. I say that because I firmly believe that the vast majority of people who are inflicting racist attacks remarks onto Asians are white people. And so I like I'm I'm not sure, right? Because what black people aren't, yeah, we're not even running these sets. Like the, the example you gave of I forget his name, what is it? Daniel King? Mm-hmm. Daniel? Daniel okay. Martin. Yep. Martin, Martin, the example that you gave, I don't foresee I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I just don't foresee that really happening with a bunch of Black people being like, oh, you know, you're Asian, we right. thought you were. Wh-. Yeah, I, I don't I just don't foresee that. I could be wrong. And and I, I can't I'm not obviously speaking for all Black people. I just I do think, though, that the vast majority of Black people have a certain amount of sensitivity when it comes to those kinds of things that I think we think first before even you know making those kinds of comments because so many of us have found ourselves in that same very situation so it's really hard when I think well what can we do what can black people do you know how can we support because ultimately I'm like I can support right but the issue isn't black people the issue wasn't spanish people the issue isn't you know the issue is is that this i mean because we're all facing white supremacy yeah yeah we're all facing Mm. the same issues from the same one group of people you know yeah so um but yeah i agree you know if the asian community their products their beauty rituals all of it is is widely celebrated but they aren't and it's the same with black people right we always we co- we talk about how you know black features are not celebrated until they're on white women you know like braids remember when braids became a big thing when like when kim, kim kardashian, kardashian wore them you know, braids everybody was like oh look at the braids and we like we've been wearing braids since africa we you know black people came you know, when they were in chains, they came over with their braids. Why is it now all of a sudden we didn't come over with a wrap? You know, yeah, <laughs> being being widely celebrated. So, you know, Absolutely. so it's just I, I I struggle, I struggle with that. And I'm I have been really challenging myself to be open as well to understanding more, you know, and and and, and being open to having those discussions. I just always come back to we all fighting the same person, you know?
0: <laughs> but but that's the thing, you know, that's, that's why I think that this article was so important because when I was reading it, I noticed that a lot of the language is language that we also use as Black people. And mm-hmm. that sometimes because we think that Asians have a close proximity to whiteness, that we don't necessarily see the struggle as the same. And reading, you know, these quotes from from these Asian American founders, I was like, oh, this is resonating with me because i I would not have thought that a lot of these things are universal in that sense, especially with the historic discrepancies between white and black people, I mean, white and black, black and Asian people in black neighborhoods in America. We often don't see that we're having the same struggles when in reality, it is very similar.
2: Yeah, it's very similar. Even the story is not the same, because I think what happened to the black community with the the, the slavery period, with the, the colonialism, um, put the white the black community in the down down the, the last place on the pyramid, pyramid. But maybe because Asians are maybe more discreet or or maybe it's, it's more a, a soft racism, I don't know. But I think the most important is is everyone uh, must stand by their side. And when there is something racist, I think everyone, um, and there is, it's not a question of color, has to do something, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a question uh, of humanity, absolutely. It's a question of humanity, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, as a mixed person, for me, it's really important because uh, it, it, it's really a question of I am human. I respect other, other women, and there is no difference. See,
0: exactly.
2: I, I'm so surprised that still now we have the same question, the same problem. I think maybe now we don't have to support any 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 racism. Um, re, you know re, remarks. We have to say now stop. And we exactly. have to fight. And I think really, what it's very beautiful now. It's the mobile, you can record, you can show all the discrimination that people suffer or women suffer, in fact. Mm -hmm. So maybe in the beauty industry, we need to educate more the consumer. And maybe I think it will be important to teach at school. the Mm -hmm. And to explain very soon to all the kids that we are same. And maybe we have melanin plus or minus depending on okay. if you are white or, or mm-hmm. Asian or African. Yeah. Or, that's a know, good point. And, and, and you know, for me there is something very uh, very strange. When people talk about black people, they thought about African origin person. They don't talk about an Indian, but Indian are also black. But so Charlie, you're trying to take us to a part two of this uh podcast. <laughs> Come on. So in fact, in fact, in fact for a certain type of person, for white person, for example, black means African descendant. Mm-hmm. So this is for me because when if you see a color, just a arm, and you see a black Indian and black from Africa, you cannot see the difference. The difference. Because yeah. black is black. Uh, you know, black is black. So so for me, the focusing on racism, it's afro-descendant. In fact, it is really the problem. But so that yeah. is that is why for me, it's a question of education and we have to yeah. educate people as soon as possible to explain that there is no difference. We are human. And in the skin, there is some different melanin, for example, that protect uh, 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 protect more of the sun damage. Uh, maybe uh, some mm-hmm. skin will, uh, and especially the melanin skin suffer desidratation, but you can use um, product designed by a white person. You can use product designed by an Asian person and you can use product designed by um, a black person. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just a question of ingredients because ingredients cannot know that you are black or white or Asian. Science is science. Science is science. It's science, it's science. Yeah.
1: I think one one last thing I'd like to say on this though is I do think we can probably, as I'm thinking about myself, It's probably be more vocal when I hear others as well, any kind of disparaging remarks about Asians or even in the beauty space. Like if you see that Asians aren't even getting the credit, like we're talking about gua sha tools, we're talking about jade this, jade that, like that should always be tied back. To K-beauty, because that yep. is a K-beauty concept. And I think that maybe we can all do a better part in giving credit where credit is due and not letting things just be so whitewashed. Because I think what happens is when things become mainstream, it's almost like, oh yeah, it just got here. No, 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 no. Let's always remember the roots of, you know, of, of what, of what's what, you know? Yep. Okay. So Shirley, our very last
2: question for you is
1: why does beauty need you?
2: <laughs> so I'm not bold enough <laughs> to answer this question. Um, maybe beauty needs to have more sustainable uh, brands that have are very authentic and with a deep impact. Maybe we need all to move on this way because this is mm. the future to be more benevolent and be clean, be uh, effective. I think it's, it's easy, in fact. To have a, a global view of ethical business, I think this is more hard. So maybe you need to have more banana innovation <laughs> <laughs> and uh, an ethical brand, maybe. I perfect. love that. That's perfect.
1: Shirley, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure. Thank you,
2: Dani. Thank you, Tanya.
1: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, Beauty Needs Me. Until next time. See ya.